0: welcome again to the show. We begin today with Back to Basics. I
1: wanted to thank you for watching and ask you if you enjoy the show, hit like, leave a comment, subscribe. sounds like a lot, but it takes about 30 seconds, I think. And no matter how you're engaging with the show, remember to share
0: it on social media, share it with your friends, shout about it from the rooftops, and we'll leave it there today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Godspeed.
1: Yep, that is correct. You heard him, the great Matt Walsh, supporting our show and letting you know to go share it with a friend and share the link on social media. I may or may not have edited that on my own. Anywho, on today's show, we are going to kind of continue the love and relationship episode, but focusing more on uh, man and women. What are the role of each one of them in the world? So let's get right to it. I'm Israel Yudakowski. You are listening to the Foundations Podcast.
0: Okay, from uh so help me out with this uh episode. Um this one is, you know, it's very different um than what than what we hear from, you know, we grew up in a western society, you know, especially if you're in the in the United States or in many other parts of the world if it's uh, you know, Great Britain, South Africa, uh Europe. Um we're kind of uh, really influenced by the western society. So, this one will be a little bit you know you know this one and also next week uh you know surprise also will be very you know uh, different than what we hear in the western society um especially today, yeah, maybe the original uh western society was a little bit less of this what we're going to talk. Um, but certainly today gone so far, yeah, so the past far away. Of
1: years especially, it's been yeah, so, so far so crazy away. Out there.
0: So we're gonna, you know, we're gonna talk about straight Jewish Ashkafa, uh, without apologizing, <laughs> and um, yeah, that's what we that's what we try to live by. So where, uh, so you know, if we're talking about a man and uh, you know a man and a woman. Um, so let's go to the original. Who were the original man and woman?
1: Adam and Chava.
0: Adam and Chava. So let's go straight by there, straight to Bereshis, to the beginning, and let's try to figure out from scratch, you know, from the beginning, <clears throat> what what was going on over there, what was going on over there with the man and woman, and we're gonna start with the you know with the basic basic question, like why to make it, why did Hashem make Two separate uh, uh, genders, two separate—you you you can call it humans. You know, whoever—if you heard of the book uh, written by Nanju, actually, um, men from Mars, women from Venus. Very good. He he talks about the difference between a man and a woman. He actually was very mechavin to a lot of Jewish hashkafa. So, um, um, you know, if you look in in Chumash, at the beginning, the Torah is describing first. It's talking about Hashem created, on the sixth day Hashem created, the man, or to be more precise, the human. And the Gemara, if you look in the Gemara, you know, I won't walk you through the whole entire Gemara, Midrashim. It's a long story, but I'll just cut to the end. Basically, the Gemara uh, you see in, in Ksubis, um talks about that the... Adam and Chava, the man and woman, were connected. There were one. There were one human. Meaning, there was a f- male and a female. This is a lot of confusion over there, so let's make it, get it very straight. There's a man and a woman, that they were connected. It was one. You can call a body with two parts, a female part and a male part. And immediately Hashem, right at the beginning, right at the creation of. Of it, it <clears throat> Hashem um, you know, splits the thigh, right? It says uh, he he cut Atzela. Tzela. Uh, uh, Hashem basically that tzela story was Hashem was separated the male from the female. That one human that had two parts, a male and female, Adam and Chava, Hashem separates Chava, right? And now the men and the woman are separated. Okay? So the few questions that we're gonna deal with. First of all, why to make two parts? Why male and female? Why? Uh, we're we're asking Hashem's kaviochel, like Hashem, what's the reason that Hashem made it that way? Obviously, He made it that that way with a purpose, right? What's the purpose of making a male and a female? Why couldn't there be just like one type of human? Right. You can go deeper if someone is is stubborn, can I ask them that too. Why does Hashem need to make the uh, uh, you know, uh, period of Erivia through a male and a female? Let's just have it uh, through a male. Hashem will figure out a system. I mean, that's an obvious question that you always can ask and ask why did Hashem make it in this shape and this shape. But once we know that once Hashem made it in a certain shape, that's the best way possible, and we're trying to understand why. what What is in there that Hashem intended for the kingdom of the world, for the existence of the world, right? So obviously Hashem specifically did it in a male and female um uh, fashion. So the answer to this to this first question, we're gonna deal into, uh, deal with a few more questions. The, the 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 first answer for this, which goes very deep, you know, all the way to the first episode, the Pasuk in Bereshi says, Lo adam levado, e'selo kenegdo. And it's not good that a man should be Levado alone, I'm going to make him Ezer Kenegdo. And there's a long discussion what is Ezer Kenegdo, but basically Hashem will make them companions, two separate people. Now, Rashi over there explains, he says, you know why did Hashem make human two separate things, meaning a male and a female? Rashi explains, so people won't mess up and make the human a god right cuz only god is one go back to episode defining god right and we understand that only god the creator his definition is one right and if there will be one human the human will think of itself as a god so to make that separation between so not to make that confusion so it's very clear everything in this world if you remember that we spoke in the episode that everything in this world is two and up two. Yeah. Right everything starting from the atoms and going on and on and on and on. there's no singular thing, yeah science are really working hard to find that. maybe one day they'll find God, but uh, <laughs> uh but uh yeah there there everything is everything is complex, right Hashem is so um so Rashi explains that that's what Rashi says over there so th- with that, very deep idea we can start understanding, first of all, why did I should make it two? Okay, I don't know why yet. It didn't answer me why male and female, right? But I understand why the human is separated. Okay, that's it's beginning, that's the most basic thinking that we can do over here. That the Torah teaches us that, like I told you, it goes very deep, but let's start from a very, you know, uh, um basic point that it had to be two. Okay, so a human is split into two. You know, unfortunately, in the first two thousand years, like we discussed, you know, when we spoke a little bit about Jewish history and Avramavino, in the first two thousand years, that would kind of happened. Even though Hashem made humans separate, it was not enough. they lost that one God. Right? Unfortunately, it's still um, there's so much room for. Mistaking for it for going wrong in this world—that's part of the game. But back to men and women. So that answers why Hashem made them separate. But didn't I just say before, right? We brought the Gemara that Hashem made them connected. Then He separated them. Okay, so I understand why He separated. So why didn't Hashem make them lechatchila separated? Question number two is, why did Hashem make them separated to begin with? Hashem should have created at the beginning, right at the beginning when He created. A man and a woman separated. Why did he create them together, connected as one, you can call it entity, as one body with two parts, male and female part, and then slice them?
1: Why? Wow. This, uh, we kind of answered this question and it was the Q&A we asked. That was one of the questions.
0: Right. And yeah, I remember. See, so
1: our listeners beat the system. Oh, there you go. There you go.
0: Excellent. <laughs>
1: So, like, I, we're going to mention
0: a few things that we mentioned before, but this is like focusing on man and woman.
1: Putting all the pieces together.
0: Yeah. And at the end, we'll, you know, we'll learn, there's Hashem a big, you sowed a good foundation for life. So why does it yeah, so we answer, what did we answer then? We'll mention it now again. That why did Hashem make them, Can Hashem makes no mistakes, right? It's not like, whoops, I made them, they're, they stuck together, let me cut them. Uh, You know, a lot of, uh, you know, Hashem makes no mistakes. Um, The idea behind it is, is that Hashem makes them originally connected. Meaning, that's where you need to get to. But then Hashem goes and separates them. In order for them to go and connect themselves together, their connection, which we're going to talk later on when we talk about marriage, That connection between a man and a woman, which is which is done through marriage, that's coming back to that original creation of a man and woman as one entity. You understand? But Hashem didn't want us to be the man and woman to be connected to each other, just like given. He wanted us, this is a big word, to earn it. You remember the earn. That's a that's a big word in these episodes. It's all about. We came to the world to earn. So in this specific part of the connection, being a a person, being complete, is a connection between a man and a woman needs to be earned. Okay? So we're going to get back to this point when we're going to talk about marriage. We're going to get back to this point. Okay? So we came to the conclusion, right, that a man and woman is really one human that are separated. They need to come together through marriage. We're going to talk about it but what are those two parts let's let's split it now let's uh, let's understand what are those two parts what are <clears throat> men designed to do and what are women designed to do in this world because obviously hashem gave them a tafkid because they're different right if they had one job they would be the same if they're different they obviously have different jobs today there is an argument if they're different well so you can start with biology over there right biologically we're completely different right so you can start with that you can start with you know um mentally we're very different you know um we are even you know different in our brain the brain the way the brain is structured even is different so we can go on and explain all the differences between a man and woman you know biologically but let's try, try to understand. I'm going to put down this idea, um, and it's going to kind of a general thing for all men and women. And the esot is like this. This is the really the foundation of this whole episode. Men, they produce. They're here in the world to produce, okay, very generally speaking. The woman, she takes that production, and bring it to its potential. You get it? This is the man and here we say the Mashpia, right? He's a producer, he <clears throat> produces, and the woman takes that production and brings it to its potential. Okay, so what does that mean, right? So, you know, if you, if you start from the most basic, for, back to biology again, right? That's how um, humans are created. <laughs> Through those two components, the man's production and the woman, she has the womb, right? And she takes that production and she brings it to a potential, right? Without one of them, that's how Hashem constructed the world. Look at that, you know, starting from the most basics, you see the way Hashem constructed the world is it's done in that way, meaning humans themselves only are created because of these two components of the production of a man and the woman taking that production and bringing it to its potential. Okay, we can start from there. <clears throat> now you go on from there. Look how the world is built, okay? The world is built, you know, that, you know, men are very good, generally speaking. Okay, everything we're going to speak with is generally speaking, and we're going to talk about the exceptions later. But generally speaking, you know, men can come, you know, when I when I talk about this, the men will relate to what I'm saying, and the women will relate to the other part. <clears throat> You'll see. You know, men can come, they look at this city, uh, you know, they see the flat land of Dubai, a desert, and they say, you know what? We can build here skyscrapers, a a huge city. We're going to build here, like, bridges over here and buildings right over here. And the Burj Khalifa, you know, how many floors they have over there? Like 180 or something. 180 floors right over there. And we're going to do this. They're very good at it, okay? In Hebrew, they call it yazamut, entrepreneurship, you know? You can go, and they have this whole vision for a city, right? They go and do it. Very good. Again, everything I'm speaking is obviously metaphoric. Um, So they can go and build the buildings, excellent. But there'll be a big component missing over there, the potential of those buildings. Like, what is it designed for? What should be the colors? What should be the texture? What should be the feeling? What should be the, you know the final, you know, uh, potential of those buildings, Mm. men don't think too much about it. They're too busy, like, building more and more buildings and adding and adding. But the woman can take those buildings, again, metaphorically speaking, and really their talent is is to bring it to its potential, okay? They're going to bring, that's why women are incredible in design, for instance. Again, also men are very good, I know a lot of men, yeah, uh, again, everything I'm talking is generally speaking, and and the the talent that Hashem brought here in the world, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about the exceptions too soon. And you go on with this, go on and on and on. You're going to get to this new idea. Um, the Gemara in, in Avodah Zara, if I'm not mistaken, compares the man to the sun and the woman to the moon. Okay, there's a whole big idea behind it, but without going too deep into that idea. Is you understand the sun he is a s- source of energy right he ne- he's producing all the time energy boom 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 he's just busy uh, you know spitting out energy all the time boom you look at images of the sun you see like these huge lava waves flying out of it ed- gases and crazy energy coming you know that helps sustain the world and you have on the other hand the moon which receives the light from the from right, it receives the light from the sun. Uh, it's like kind of reflection, and but it's still glowing. It's but the really the production of 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 its light comes from the sun. Um, you see, when uh, we're gonna ta- we're gonna get back to this sun and moon analogy soon. But obviously, what sustains the world is is both of them equally, right? Without the moon, we're not here. This planet Earth wouldn't exist without the moon, and obviously also without the sun, right? So both of these these two...
1: What's the part of the moon that, like, okay, Well, how does it hold be... the world? Right. Well, so you heard
0: about the tides and everything, but basically it holds the world in its shape. The gravity, I mean, based on general relativity of explained by Einstein, every part of the solar system has a certain mass, has a certain size... And its size defines its gravity, right? G1, G2, there's different numbers. And um, and that holds planet Earth in its place. Hmm. Meaning planet Earth is only standing in its place because the sun is standing in its place and the moon is standing in its place. As it's kind some, of like
1: one big system of how everything works. They're
0: influencing each other. If you move the moon, planet Earth will move away also. It will influence the, the 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 position of planet Earth, and it won't no longer be in this perfect precise uh, spot that it is. And we're gonna we're gonna either we're gonna probably I don't know ex- the exact science, but I think we're gonna go further away from the depends where it goes. Basically, we're gonna go further away. From, either you're gonna go away further away from the sun, and it's not gonna you won't be able to live here. It's gonna we're all gonna freeze to death. And either you go too close to the sun and you burn. Okay. And, you know, that's why other planets and any other planet, any other star in the world that we that exists that we know of, um, there's no life over there that we know of. I mean, they're.
1: Hey, hey. Sorry, sorry.
0: No, they're still searching, they're searching for aliens. For aliens, out of life out there. Aliens
1: exist. They're all over the place. They're just, uh, they don't reveal themselves, but they <laughs> exist. <laughs> no, They're uh, among uh, us. Like
0: R- Rav Negersal once was asked, he asked them, what is the Jewish position about aliens? So he says, well, once there will be scientific evidence for that, we'll give our opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, bring me an alien. I mean, no, seriously. If there's an alien, we'll give you an opinion. But uh, in the meantime, there is no scientific I mean, there's theories. There's theories that there's they no, must be no statistically. Yeah. There must be out there, statistically speaking. The universe is so large, it must be, must be, okay, must be. Very nice, nice theory, nice statistics. But since you don't have any evidence, so that 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 alone is incredible. That there's no other planet within the b- billion of light years that whatever we discovered, that there's no life. That we didn't discover any life, and only here, planet Earth is in the such a perfect position to allow living conditions. If we would under, I mean, when I learned the science behind it, like a little bit, you know, I'm not a scientist, but I, I was very interested in this to understand our, our you know the science behind how does how do we have such perfect living conditions? It's incredible. It's incredible. It's like mind-boggling is not a you know not even a close word to understand. It's it's a miracle. I mean, obviously we call it a total miracle. Hashem recreates the world every second. That's creation every second that we actually stand in the perfect place for us to to, to be here. So yeah, that's the. There's a long explanation. Uh, go do the science. It's incredible. Um, you know, even even after doing the science, you cannot fully understand it. You know, it's so deep. It's incredible. Um, um, so, yeah, the moon and the sun, Hashem made them a, a, an integral part of, of uh, the existence on planet Earth. Okay, if it moves, one of them move, theoretically, uh, planet Earth is gone. So, too, that's why the Gemara compares um, the sun and the moon to men and woman. So, so let's get back to the episode. Um, so to a man and woman in this world, they hold the world. It goes like this. If we explained before, right, that a man is a producer and the woman takes that production brings it to its potential, let's move it a step forward. Let's move it a step forward. And if this episode was a continuation of love and relationship, right, Let's make this episode also a continuation of Logic versus Emotion, if you remember. If you remember, go listen to that episode as well. I'm sorry I'm always referring. That's why this all these series are one piece. It's not like, oh, I heard one, lesson, one episode, I'm Jewish. You, know, you, need, you need to listen to all of them. So let's make a continuation of, of Logic and Emotion. You know, I, these are my words, but I, I think women are the masters of the emotion. They're masters, naturally. They are masters of the emotion. They understand emotion. They speak the language of emotion. They know what emotion, they can feel emotion, because emotion is feeling. I'm not saying women cannot be logical. We spoke about it, and I'm not saying men cannot be emotional. And we're not talking about the exceptions now, but generally speaking, Hashem created the world. No one can deny this, that the uh, dominant part of woman. Are largely speaking, are emotional, and they're the masters of it. And the and the men are the masters of the logic. You know, I'm not apologizing for this. I know what today it's like us to say this, but that's simple reality. So Hashem didn't accidentally put those two talents in each and one of them, right? And and this is really the whole episode is meant for this point. Really, if we get this point straight, um, then we can do our get really well in this world. You see, let's translate it into father and mother, okay? Let's use this man and woman talent into father and mother. When you're raising children, right, the most important thing in the world, bringing life to the world. Our biggest avoda over here, our, the holiest of the holiest job here in the world is continuing God's world, right? That's the most basic fundamental thing. Uh, uh, it's holy. That's holy. Keeping the world going, right? So, a father, right? You, you, you rode a bike, right? When you were a kid, how old were you?
1: Uh, I don't remember exactly. Probably four or five.
0: Four or five. Ooh. Oh, nice, Estrel. You started riding a bike when you were four or five. Your father taught you how to ride a bike. Usually, it's the father, and um, and um, you know, the father. You know, your father tells you, you start riding the bike. You know, imagine your father would tell you, ah, son, you can't get this straight. What's wrong with you? Get your legs. Come on. You're not, man, you'll never learn how to ride a bike. You fell. Like, obviously, when you start riding a bike, you fall. So you fell the first time. Ah, man, you can't do this. You're terrible in this. (laughs) You can't ride a bike for you. Imagine your father would do that. Would you ride a bike today? Probably not. <laughs> Probably you wouldn't know how to ride a bike, right? I, I mean, or you're going to really be really damaged, okay? We're not going to go deep into that. Um, Yeah, very sad. Um, So kidding aside, you know, obviously, what does your father tell you? You can do it. He taps you on the back. He tells you, come on, ride. You can do it. In, one, in two words, self-confidence. Self-confidence. You know? We are here in the world, that's part of the, that's connected to the production. We produce self-confidence. Confidence is like a drive. It's like an energy. What?
1: To believe in yourself.
0: Believe in yourself. It's kind of, I will compare it to like an energy. Okay? That's the fuel that keeps us driving. Self-confidence. You ever see a person without self-confidence? I mean, everyone, um, this, we should make a whole episode about self-confidence. You know, there's different, some people could have self-confidence. One category in life and the other category not and one thing yes one thing not that's a whole important thing to talk about self-confidence itself but generally speaking right if you have decent amount of self-confidence that's kind of your fuel to drive your car ever thought about it that way that way self-confidence no, is like your it's like your energy that's what keeps you going because a person without self-confidence usually he does less with self-confidence you do more you ever saw people that go out there and make a company? I'm not talking about only specifically oh he knows how to speak so he has self-confidence. There are people that maybe they're not so good in public speaking but they run a company and they're good in personal one-on-one and they they you know they have an organization or they a great business they're running, a great store they're running with their self-confidence. Okay, and maybe he's good at something in one specific area because someone gave him a lot of self-confidence in that specific area, right? His father was a shoemaker, and his father taught him had a had a shoemaker, and he's really good in shoemaking and and he feels great about himself. I know how to make shoes, you know, Now translate that shoemaking into any other you know talent in the world, music, whatever it is, or any other mikitsoa you know profession. That's what a father does. He gives over that energy, that self-confidence, that drive that we need for life. Right? He's the one that's telling you, you can do it. Go ahead. What does a mother do? The mother, she can tell you you're great and mother should give you self-confidence. I'm not saying. But she's much better in another thing. And that component, that's what she needs to do. Just like the man has to do. Um, Giving self-confidence, that's your job. Because that's what you're good at. A mother, you know, I'm going to make another episode. I gave the bike episode. Let's take another episode. A kid comes home. Maybe I mentioned this on the show. Before, you know, a kid comes home all bruised up, beaten up, right? He started with the big boys, okay, whatever happened over there. And he comes home all beaten up. And the father and mother see him right when he walks in. (laughs) You know, you know that episode. I mean, you don't have children yet. but Hashem should bless you. Oh, but it uh, I know,
1: I know it from the children's side. Right.
0: <laughs> but it shouldn't happen. You shouldn't have this episode of your kid coming home, beaten up. What is your first response as a father? Our first, our natural response usually, generally speaking, will be, who did this to you? I'm going to go hunt them down. Who are those kids? I'm going to speak to their parents. I'm going to, I mean, don't go beat them up. But, right? And, um... What is the mother doing? The mother is just gonna embrace him, take her him to his arm. Oh booba, what happened to you? Give him a hug, right? And 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 wipe his booboos, right? And and clean him up. That is such an important thing. That uh, without that. We are not normal human beings. We just think, oh, yeah, the father went. is going to take care of the problem. Yeah, the father is thinking logical. But well, the father is missing a big component that that's called emotions. And without that component, that kid won't be a normal human being, a balanced, what I say when I say normal. Normal, I mean a healthy, balanced person mentally. Without these two components... You are not a balanced person. You need that self-confidence father part, and you need that love part that comes from the mother. A child that did not grow up with these two components, I'm saying something pretty, it will sound extreme, but I don't think extreme at all. It's, it's, it's total, total, it makes sense if you look into it. Check it out. There's evidence. Look at yourself and think about your own life. Okay? Without those two components, self-confidence and love, you can not be a balanced person. And now, when I'm saying that, I'm saying it even if it happened intentionally to you or not not on purpose. What do I mean? Some parents grew up, some kids grew up with parents that one of them was not functioning, right? Either the father didn't give him self-confidence or the mother didn't give him love. So he's not a balanced person. Even an orphan right or uh, uh children from divorced families right it's not the kids fault the kid didn't do anything the kid is a good kid and it's something that happened in his life something very unfortunate that happened in his life that is you know, if one of the parents passed away or khassam parents divorce right it's a very it's a it's very unfortunate it's not his the kid's fault but yet he's still missing even even a, a Yosum, even an orphan, he's if he grew up without a father, he's missing that self confidence. Now there's a whole talk about that. How do you make that happen? Basically, you'll have to. And, and it's gonna sound like oh, a very easy saying, but you you basically have to you know do it on your own, DIY, do it yourself. If a person didn't get self-confidence or didn't get love, he's going to have to do it himself.
1: Basically, could, could he get it from someone else like a rabbi and cheder or a uncle who comes out to help every now and then? And like, is that possible? Like older brother, um, is is that something that could happen? Or it's taka like, I mean, something that only the father or mother could give you?
0: It's a good question. It's a good question. You're saying basically, yes, you could get some substitutes from the father or bro- older brother, and it does happen usually, but re- remember this line forever. There is no replacement for a mother or father. There's abs- That's the original. There is there is no replacement for them. There is absolutely no one in the world that could replace your own father and your own mother. Biological. Now there is people that are, you know, people that incredible people wonderful beautiful people that that adopted children right adoptions so it is like i told you it's it's like older brother it's maybe even it's not maybe it's probably better even than an older brother but it's not the same not the same ask ask kids that are adopted there is something natural over there that still he will be struggling with i knew um i knew a wonderful person He's an incredible person. I know him. He's a wonderful person. That he he only discovered that he was adopted when in age sixteen, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember the story correctly. Wow,
1: no, it must be crazy. It's yeah, like... and his
0: life was was destroyed. But he told me of your whole childhood. I, I think this is a this is a well known thing that adopted children deep inside they do feel something different because it is different. You know, I'm, again, I'm talking about the, the probably the best people on planet Earth are the people that adopt yeah. uh, children, and they do their best. But, and, uh, you know, whatever Hashem created it naturally, out, the original is obviously the best. And, and again, it's not the child's pro- fault, and he's going to have to, you know, mashlim to, to make it up uh, by himself.
1: Like, I, I was always wondering you know if you have an a you know if you adopt a child what's the right thing to do should you tell him like when he's much younger so he kind of just like grows up and like oh yeah I'm adopted was the problem or like no you should wait till much later this way he grows up kind of thinking that it is my biological parents like what's the like is there a right thing to do and if yeah what it is i don't know the the
0: answer to that you'll have to ask the professionals and i'm sure it's more on a on a specific level, like you need to see exactly the kid and where what the case is. So I don't know Mm -hmm. what to tell you there, but one thing I do know for sure. That's why that's why uh, one thing I, I, I could tell you that every everyone will agree on that there is no replacement for your father and mother. That I think everyone could agree. To one level or another, I'm not saying, you know, to what extent is a kid Missing a kid that's adopted, or like we said, go to an orphan, or a kid that's growing up with growing up with one parent, and and or a kid of divorce, or worst, a kid that has horrible parents, parents that are, are 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 you know being mean to him and not doing their job, basically not giving him self confidence or probably
1: love. Even worse than just not having. I you think know, so. Parents. It's
0: also another big question to go into, but I think so. Yeah, my my, you know, evidence show that when you grow up with uh, with active terrible parents, you <laughs> you turn out uh, to have really really difficult life. Right, I That's think because I mean, unless you make you make your own life.
1: Yeah, like like Reverend was saying before, like if you're missing a father or missing a mother, you need a you know either the love or the self confidence. You need to kind of you know build it into yourself and find a way to to give it to yourself because right. you don't have the father or mother giving it to you. Right. If you have a father who's taking it away from you, not only do you need to give it to yourself, like you're you in have a minus, the anti, right? You're in a minus, so you need to also get rid of what you got and then go and Start building what you need. So it's probably you know evidence. It's evidence much, uh, show that
0: evidence show that you're right, Israel. Evidence show. I mean, look around. Look around your neighborhood. Look around. Um, you know, I have an opportunity, Baruch Hashem, to uh, to uh, learn and teach uh, with a lot of boys that went through a lot of different struggles. But mainly, I find, you know, going a little bit more on a personal level you know when i when I sit mono on mono you know one on one with a lot of these wonderful terrific boys, you know um so many of them are you know that they're struggling with 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 life, let's call it you know you dive deep into their stories, you see that they're wonderful children, many of them are like brilliant, smart, talented you know have great personalities. Have so much greatness to them, and yet they got very, very low. They got to very, very low points of their life, and I find that either they were going to belong to. One, that's what brought me to these thoughts that I'm uh, that, that we're talking about. Obviously, we, we we see it in the Torah, and I'm I'm not bringing all the sources over here and everything, but trust me, it's all sourced out. Um, I, I see it. You see evidence that either they run into one of these categories. Either they have, I call it, a father issue or a mother issue. Either they're lacking self-confidence, and I'm, you're going to go into their life story, you're going to see they had serious issues with his father. His father, you know, didn't give him the self-confidence. And with that lack of self-confidence, he went and he did such, so he got to that low point. Or you have mother issues. People, Kids, they act very different. People, kids that, are lacking love. They didn't feel that they were loved. You see, because it's either one. If you're missing one of these components, you're you're going to end up in in dark places. You're going to end up a very. When I say dark places, I mean uh, metaphorically, but also could be literally, <laughs> right? You you're going to get to places you, you, you don't want to get because because of the lacking of the one of those things. You look deep into every one of these stories. That's why I need to act different to you, you the, the solving the the, uh, the avoda, the work that you need to do on yourself are very different if you have low self confidence or you're you're never loved. You feel abandoned, you feel you never you're never loved really. Some people are lacking both, believe it or not. That's the worst case. It's the worst case is a person with low self confidence that feel feel that he wasn't loved. Some cases I see that though at least it was, he didn't, he doesn't have, solid, his father was horrible, but at least he had a mother that loved him. And you know what? I know a, a specific case that it was there on extreme. He had a, a, a really great mother, super mother. She was so out there for them, but the father was like, just like really, unfortunately, really not good. Let's put it that way and And you see the kid on one hand, he's really struggling with self confidence on the other hand, he has something he he feels he was loved, he has this like kind of calm he's calm in a way, and he has more hope than a kid that you know that's missing both, but at least he's not you know a lot of the kids that are don't feel loved they a lot of their actions will be like. They're gonna try to get attention, you know, especially as kids. But as you grow, you do it in 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 bigger ways. You try to get attention in a negative way. You try to do negative things to be loved, because negative are, are a very easy way to get love, quote unquote. Yeah,
1: from uh, your friends oh, it's so cool, man! Whoa, man! Yo, right. You're gonna do you like did crazy you see stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Exactly.
0: Exactly, and by girls, they're going to, you know, they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to run deeper into the, I I, I wouldn't call myself, but into the addiction of, of you know, uh, dressing not modest, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it, you know, dressing not appropriate, uh, but in like really lower levels that they feel that they're loved, quote unquote again, you know, without doing much, you know, um, that's more, by girls and by boys it comes out with like you know doing like really uh stupid things to get the attention and that's because they didn't feel the love. you know a person that feels oh i, I love i have i you know i have uh, you know by boys unfortunately oh, uh, by girls too but um um depression and has suicidal is also when you have nothing to lose, meaning you don't feel your love. When you, when you feel you're loved, you have what to lose, that relationship. So they wouldn't want to harm themselves. Again, when I'm speaking like lightly about these things, these things are really heavy issues, but um, it all comes, we're talking about the source over here. If you want to talk about the source, this is the source. The source is a person needs to have these two components in order to be a healthy, balanced, Mentally, human being, he needs love and confidence. I'll repeat this ten more to, ten times. Uh, you know, just so this will, will will go deep into us. And why? What? What, what can we take from this? Okay, I, I'm not married yet, or whatever. If I'm married, for sure, we understand this. But this is not only for marriage. Obviously, the basics—that's life, like we said. But now, let's take it and let's expand it. You. As a man, or you as a woman, you need to do your job well. You need to make sure that you can do your job well. Can you give, can you give self-confidence to your children? I mean, that's a question I ask myself every day almost. Am I in good state today? Can I, can I give chinuch to my children? Am I, am, I, am, I, am I in good shape of giving them self-confidence? Or am I in good shape of giving them love? As a woman or as a man, you need so no matter if you're if you're married not married, you need to be a a woman needs to be a master of the emotion and and a man needs to be the master of the self confidence of the logic. The both sides you need to do what you're what you're dominant what you're better at, but obviously you need to have the balance within the two halves you need to have the balance of both meaning the father also needs to give emotions without goes without saying and and the mother needs to give also logic she needs to sometimes discipline sometimes this and that
1: hey everyone i'm interrupting this wonderful conversation to let you know about a fantastic one-of-a-kind book that art has recently published titled On the shoulders of giants, Rabbi Shmuel Bloom, who was involved in leadership positions in Agodis Yisrael for over five decades, takes us behind the scenes to gain a unique understanding of Das Torah in all its glory. Rabbi Bloom met with Gedoli Israel at Moetz's Gedoli HaTorah and in quiet, urgent conferences. He chatted with them in cars and on Shabbos afternoons at conventions. He shares with us stories, many of them not widely known, of generations of greatness, from the Chafetz Chaim to Rev. Aaron Cutler and Reb Meisha Feinstein, from the Ger Rebis and Reb Aaron Line Steinman to Rev. Don Segal and dozens and dozens more. We also meet the Jewish people's Askanim. We are amazed by first-handed stories of Mike Tress and, of course, the incomparable Reb Meisha Sher in his years in Agoda, Rabbi Bloom also met with the highest echelons of the U.S. government, and he shares his behind-the-scenes understanding of great political events and movements. It is a book you definitely should not miss. Get a copy today at archgirl.com, Amazon, or at your local Jewish bookstore. On the Shoulders of Giants by Rabbi Shmuel Bloom. Get your copy today. I would also like to let you know that every few weeks throughout the Back to Basics program, we are going to have a QA and a with Rabbi El Shalom. So if you have any questions or just want to get a little bit more clarity on any one of the episodes, send us your question to jewishfoundations at gmail.com. That is jewishfoundations at gmail.com. Every person whose question is answered on the Q&A is going to get a free copy of the fascinating book, On the Shoulders of Giants. So send in your question today to jewishfoundations at gmail.com and you might be one of the lucky winners of the fascinating book, On the Shoulders of Giants. And now, let's get back to the show.
0: Now we're going to go a little bit more specific about the exceptions, right? You have men that are more feminine, that naturally are more feminine. And you have women that are more masculine. You have that. Okay? Now, generally speaking, that's not true. I know that today people really try to deny it and they're trying, to tr- they're trying really hard to make that happen. They're like kind of forcing it into society. And you go to California, I'm going to pick on California, but you go to California, right? They're really trying to force it down the throat of culture that, um, you know, women should be masculine and men should be feminine. And they're like forcing it you know naturally there are men that are more feminine there an exceptions but now they're trying to make it the, the, right, the so opposite like, so of let's the say exception say,
1: like about women rather right? like uh, women are supposed to stay at home and you know support their husband and uh, make him food and clean they're like no well women can't work what well, you think women can't do uh uh tough jobs and this and that So now all women need to get out of the house and go work um, and what about the women who, like, just likes being home and not working and just cooking and cleaning? No, no, no. What? Well, you're telling me that she can't work? She has to go work now because we want to prove that women could work. So
0: they're going to force oh, okay. it to the other right. side. Exactly. So, so
1: they're going to force it. Like, if you're a, a woman like you have, let's say, Candace Owens. One time she put out a video of her making a sandwich and you're like, oh, I'm making a sandwich for my husband. And she people were going after her like, oh, how dare you? Like, <laughs> What's the problem of like? I love my husband. I want to make him a sandwich. What's like? Was why is that a problem? But they're like because they want to like prove so much that it doesn't have to be that way. So now, like, you're a bad person if you do do that. It's not like oh, you could be whatever you want if you want to stay at home. Stay at home if you want to go to work. Go to work. Like they're not pushing that. They're like now they're forcing women out of the house even if that's where they want to be. Right. Like it's just like so mixed up. So so let's
0: open. I see where you're going that direction. I don't mean to go so much to that direction, but take that act of a of a woman making her sandwich, whatever that story was, right? So what what she was doing, she was practicing her talent. What is her talent? Love, giving love. Now, what what feminists? There's different type of feminists. So I won't go too deep into that, but but essentially, the more the radical ones over there definitely say. That basically, what they're saying, listen to this, what they're saying is, listen, masculinity, being a man is the coolest thing. It's like the hottest thing out there. Yeah, being a man, right? And that's the best. That rocks. That's awesome. And now everyone should be that, meaning woman should be that. You see what happened here? They absolutely have no appreciation to the talent that women have they say only men is 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 the thing so let's try to make women being men meaning they don't believe
1: that in women's power meaning they didn't have a father to give them (laughs) self-confidence and believe in themselves (laughs)
0: yeah uh, i'm saying it without you know with the unfortunately it went also into our society because i told you we're so influenced by western society but what we what they're saying essentially is men is the is the coolest thing to be and all women should be men and they're forgetting that the world needs an important component that only a woman can do properly only a woman there is absolutely no replacement for a woman you know if we're going to grow up with mothers that are masculine that, that society is telling them, go be men, go be men, go be... A man is the thing to be, right? Go be a boss, be a world, have a career. If we're pushing mothers, women, to be there, you can see it also extreme with the army and everything. Yeah, they could be men and everything. If you're going to push that, the world will be unbalanced because we just explained. The world will be missing the most important component. That I mean, both parts are component... Uh, both components are important... Equally. You want to talk about equality? Equality is when both men and women are doing their job well and there is the women are are using their love talent and men are practicing their self-confidence talent. That's what keeps the world going. And if you're gonna make old women men, you're gonna be unbalanced. The world will be missing the balance of love. Love and acceptance that every human needs. It's something that you have you need it. And without women mastering that, without you growing up with a mother that's that's giving you love and acceptance, you're not going to be a balanced person. You see? You, that's the whole deal in one line. Yeah, it's that simple. It's that simple. You know, it sounds like such a complex topic and the whole world is talking about it. I want to just simplify it into this. The world is unbalanced if you're going to turn women into men and vice versa. It's w- Judaism is uh, with a guarantee. Unfortunately, we should make a whole episode going to the, through the different cases of that were misinterpreted from the Torah by Christians and Muslims. Okay, and and then later later on got inculcated in the Western society, and then the Western society kind of like went extreme on that to the other way. What I mean is like this. <sighs> You see, Judaism. Uh, people look at Judaism. Oh, you know, um, uh, you know. The first example is that always people like to be ki Yikach isha. You marry a woman. You need to buy her. What kind of thing? A woman is not an object. What kind of thing do you buy her? Oh, that's such. It's so dis dishonest to say that. Uh, it's so ignorant. It's not. You're not looking into the Torah. You don't know what kiddushim is all about. Kiddushim, you know, marriage. When when you uh, you know when you're doing and aisha, it's not that you're buying the woman. You're going to a store, you buy a woman, and now you, it's your possession, and you can do whatever you want with it. That's so you know, uh, um, ignorant way to think. If you, that we're not going to do the whole thing now, but if you look into marriage, you know why you need to buy quote unquote your wife. You know why you. You you do there is kesef star and bia there's kesef there's money involved there, because money talks, right? And when you owe money, you stand behind your word. Money is kind of the thing zuzim, you know. Back in the days we used to call money zuzim. You, ha, you have what to lose here, right? You and money makes the world going right. It makes people move zuzim, zuz la zuz. Yeah. That's what part. That's the meaning of that was zuzim. That's why also because money moves all the time between that pocket to that pocket mm-hmm. to that pocket. But money makes also people move, right? So Hashem in this obligation to man and a woman, Hashem wanted to put in money. You're not just, you know, that obligation to your wife that you're going to be loyal to your wife needs to come not only with a word, which is also there is a word over there, Harat Li, right? There's not only a star, a document. That's not enough. These are words. These are writing. These are signatures. There's not only bia, meaning as, as, as you know, it goes into a chair, and ona, uh, won't go deep into the different obligations to your wife, and you need to respect your wife in different ways. But I want money also, Habibi. Habibi, put down the money over here. Put down money behind your words. So, that we can go into every one of those examples that Judaism... Is, they try to picture, uh, you know, paint Judaism as if Chas v'Shalom um, were not equal to woman. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. When uh, you know, when you go into the topic of Tznius, again, I'm, I'm opening here very big topics, but when you go into the topic of Tznius, oh, a woman needs to cover himself. A woman is a opper- uh, she's impre- uh, she's uh, oppressed, but because she needs to dress a certain way, hello. You know why a woman needs to be tznias? I mean, you ask a lot of girls, they don't know even know why. Why does a girl need to be tznias? Um, What, we're trying to hide them? What's wrong? Uh, why does a woman, why you need to put rules on her and everything? No, 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 no. You understand, modesty is not only about dressing. And why does a woman, her modesty shows, also men need to be modest, right? But it's in different ways. A woman needs to be modest because she, she holds an incredible, um, Gift, right? It's called the woman's beauty, and it's called the pure, the purity, right? She holds. Think about it as the Sefer Torah. Yes, I'm comparing it to Sefer Torah, the holy scroll that we. Where's the holy scroll? Where where's the Sefer Torah right now? It's in a Aron It's in the Ark, right? It's in a beautiful cover, with beautiful, you know uh jewelry on it. It's covered. It's closed in a closet. And it has a nice parochus on it, right? Cloth. And we only took take it out in specific times. And when it comes by we 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 stand for it. We kiss it. Right? Imagine the other way around. Imagine the Sefer Torahs will just be rolling. I'm going to put it like on a chair. Hey, pass me the Sefer Torah a second. You have a Sefer Torah everywhere in the house. You have it next to your bed. You're opening, closing it. You drink your coffee. You're, you're using the Sefer Torah. Oh, I spilled a little bit of coffee on the Sefer Torah. Wipe that, right? And you're passing it like here. You act like like a holy book, like Chumash, right? What's the difference? Why do we put the Torah in a closet, covering it? Why?
1: It makes you respect it much more.
0: Respect it. You got it? You heard it? You, you said it, Israel. In one simple words. Tznias is there to design. I know that people took Tznias, unfortunately, to all kinds of areas. And I'm, it's really etched within the Muslim and the Christians, how they took our Torah and took it extreme to abuse women. Right? I, I don't want to talk about it on this show. I don't know. You're going to get sued, Israel. But they took they took um those two religions took they, they took everything from Judaism they they started from Judaism and they stole a lot of ideas from us and misinterpreted them so this took they took this idea of tznius and made it an uh, to imp, uh oppress women yes they took this idea that a woman uses her talents to to she sends the children she makes them food the making the food is not making the food because she's a slave, it's because she's the yesoda bite, she's a keratabite. We call it. she's holding the house, she's holding it with her hands, she's embracing, she's hugging the house. She, with, with her giving her children and her husband that love that she has, that love that she masters, that she's so good at, that uh, uh the master of, of of emotions, right? That component that she's giving to the house and to the children. By those, li- yeah, it shows by by food. It shows by, you know, hugging and kissing the child. The child. It's, It shows by those things, but she's practicing the most important thing in the world. You know, when a woman, today the Western society is looking at raising children, when a woman needs to cook and raise children, as like, she's a slave. And that's what Christianity and Islam made out of it. But the Torah didn't... It didn't make her a slave to do that. She's doing it because she's only she could do it. Because only she could do it the best. If a man would do it, he would do it terrible. If a, let a man, you know, be in charge of the love in the house of the uh, of you know giving the love in the house and making that sandwich with love. Yes, making that sandwich with love. Right? It's not the same. Even a man, the most emotional man. Still not coming close to, to a woman. Yeah, take a man that's very good at emotion. He's still not coming close because, there again, there's no replacement for a woman. Nope, a man cannot replace a woman. You want one answer to the, all that culture war between men and women and equality? Sorry, buddy. A man cannot replace a woman. Mm-mm. Never, ever not happening. And a woman cannot replace a man. Yes, there are men that are very, very close to it. You know what? There are men that are very emotional. There are exceptions. There are men that are super emotional, they're super feminine, and they're good at it. Not coming close to a woman, because a woman, it's a natural thing by her. Sorry, I'm sorry, and vice versa. There's no replacement for a man. A woman cannot do the job of a man because there's no replacement for a man that's what religion did to the rule, and made the man, he's the main thing, and they, through war and culture, you know what? I think, in Jewish perspective, they're right, but it's not our fault, it's Christianity and Islam. Yes, they made women oppressed, they they, they were oppressing women. Eventually, what essentially was supposed to be that it's the, you know, we look when my wife's when my wife, you know, cooks and, and takes care of the children, I mean, Baruch Hashem, you know, we're Jewish, and she takes it as the most, holiest. She takes it as this is the most beautiful thing in the world. She loves what she's doing. Is it hard? Yes. And men have their hard things. Yes. They're busy with wars all day. Right? And the woman has her own war. Both parties are, are, are struggling with their job. Right? With a man having self-control, giving his, his children the self- confidence. Right? Of course he has a vote over there. And a woman also has thing, But unfortunately... The Western society turned making a sandwich and raising children into <laughs> the coolest thing. Is to have an office and 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 you know throw around orders over there and have a career. Uh, and the woman is all dirty in the house, busy with cleaning. She's a cleaning woman. No, 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 no. A woman can have a cleaning woman. That that's not the point. But she does that the best way when she cooks food to the children. It's not because the kid need, kids need to be fed. A, a a father also could feed his children, but it's how do you feel feed the children that through that feeding that's where the love comes I mean I don't need to prove it I mean you grew up and you want you want that mommy to make you food the love the food is just a hechitimte. it's just a way of expressing that love and there's many other ways right It's not about the cleaning it's not about the cooking it's not the mouth the making the sandwich you know a woman you it's like the same thing with the flower you bought her a flower that cost you 2 dollars right cost you a dollar yeah yeah and the diamond ring so, uh, the woman can enjoy the flowers more if it came with the right intention because it's about the emotions about what did you do there how did you do it and not about oh how much did it cost you understand it's a different brain okay women that are listening to this show could Understand me 100%. Men are the problem over here of understanding this, right? We have an issue with that because it's not our tafkin in the world. The women understand it and vice versa. So one answer to that whole culture war is is simply there's no replacement for a woman. And there's no replacement for a man. Sorry. That answer is also the those quote-unquote marriage that they're trying to change that a marriage is only between a man and a woman right and there are shamiraham are trying to do it in different ways it won't work it'll never work and not only not work it's not marriage marriage is only the whole purpose of marriage and that's where really I wanted to go with this whole episode so we're going to conclude with this there's so much to talk about this topic but we're going to conclude this and we're going to you know recap what we did we're conclude with this idea so really, what brings us back to this? Uh, you know, the purpose of this this episode, we wanted to talk a man and a woman, and i keep on going to marriage, right? Because that's the best. That's where that's the I mean, nafkamina. That's where it plays out, right? And your whole being when you're a bachelor, when you're 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 building up to that, uh, you know, making that man, making that woman, right? That's what you need to do. You need a man up or a woman up, okay? You need a you need to be. Uh, the best in what you're good at, in your Tavgit. Okay? So, look at this. Hashem designs the world that the world will stand only because of these two components. It won't help. It won't work. Whatever way you try to, whatever way Western society is trying to take it, it just won't work. I know for a fact it won't work. Right? Because there's one way that Hashem made it. And that's only with the man power and the woman power that we spoke of, not that, that the woman power that Western society is trying to make that woman power is really the man power. You understand? It's totally off. The past success:. We spoke about this in the past. Right, we spoke about right. We mentioned the three types in the love and relationship. We yeah. spoke about the three types of 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 relationship in in a, between the relationship of a man and woman. So go back there and go understand that. And if you remember the third one, the ideal, you remember the ideal. The ideal one is for the man and woman They should become one flesh. They should really become one human, like we spoke at the beginning of the episode. This episode that. Really, Hashem made them separate so they will earn their togetherness. And we also spoke about that in the love relationship. You see, the whole tafket of, of, of the man and a woman, your whole role is for the Vahiul Basar is in order for you to get together and become a complete person. The world with only men, Mm-mm, not a world. A world with only women, mm-mm, not a world. A world with the men and women. That's how you make the world happen in every way possible, not only in children, in every way the on, the world only can stand when women are doing their job and men are doing their job. So run away from this Western ideas, especially that are going radical today. And do your job as a man or as a woman. Do your job to master what you're good at. Master that producing, men. And woman. master that taking that production of a man of, from your husband. That's the best way to make the relationship. When you take that and bring it to potential. Only you, talking to a woman specifically, could bring all your great husband's ideas into fruition, in it's going to happen. It's going to bring it to its potential. You know, they always say, there's a famous saying, behind every big man is a big woman, right? So um, I think this is a big idea. You see this man, oh, he's so khashiv, he's all out there. Yeah, but the woman, it really stands on her. That's why we call a abayit, because without her, he's going to go and throw things, but they're never going to get to their potential, will never get to the destiny. Recap a quick recap of what we did today. So basically, we started up with this idea that why did Hashem create us separate two, right? So first of all, that the basic idea is that it goes because uh, human it have to be two because everything in this world is two. So they had to be two parts, right? But Hashem made them one, and then He separated them. So why make them one and separate them? Because you need to strive to get back to, we said, to earn that togetherness. That's why Hashem originally made him connected. Then he separates them because he wants that connection to become, to, to be earned by us. We made ourselves a complete human and not that Hashem just completed us. And um, then we said, okay, so why do these two components of male and female, why why is it split into male and female? Just make just two males or two females just have the world go and somehow figure out the biology make it that way Mm-mm. you need to understand the woman is all designed and a man is designed for two specific tough in the world and we split it into man produces and a woman takes that production brings it to potential okay that's the whole hum- the whole human biology the everything is designed behind is designed for those purposes to bring in and then we translated it into the sun and the moon like we said producing receiving that light. and and then we we also explained you know that um the sun and the moon then we said we translated we took it a step further that we're in practice and men are, are 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 their productions mainly in the self confidence we spoke as like a, like the energy of the sun and the woman, she takes that production and brings it into potential, right? She brings it into potential, meaning, meaning is is the love, is that component that we tied it also together with the love, with the uh, sorry, and the logic and the emotion. That uh, women are master of the emotion and the men are master of the logic. Then we spoke a bit about the exceptions. Of course, there's exceptions to here and to there, and you know, so you balance it based on uh, based on the on the on the exception, but exceptions don't mean that you make the, the, the natural. Why? Exceptions, exceptions. Well, there's no replacement for men and there's a replacement for women. How do I know that? Evidence show. Evidence show that every human, every balanced human in the world needs those two components, self-confidence uh, and love. And we spoke largely about, you know, um, uh, orphans, or, or divorce homes that unfortunately they don't have it that they need to make it up because every person needs it and the only ones that can give it is a father and a mother These are, just, and no matter what the society will the western society are trying to you know or the you, know, you can call it the left or whatever they're trying to change that um, it won't help because God we are. We all come from a very religious standpoint, and not apologizing. Although Christianity and Islam, you know, took it to to the wrong way. But um, uh, yes, a woman is a sabai. She holds the house, and only she uh, could do it in that way because that's the way she expresses her love. That's how she holds the house by raising the children. Only she can do it. A man cannot do it. Sorry, there is no replacement. No, a man cannot replace a woman, and no, a woman cannot replace a man. And how would you make a balanced, perfect, perfect world? Shalom. By each one doing his job. Shkoach.
1: Amazing, amazing. Thank you, Rebbe. It was a beautiful episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will be back next week. So that is it for today. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you're able to learn something new. Next week, we are going to have another Q&A with Rabbi El Shalom. So send us your questions to jewishfoundations at gmail.com, and you might be one of the lucky winners of the fascinating book, On the Shoulders of Giants. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful day. We will be back next week.